Blog Talk Radio. A man without a faith is like a tree without its root. That to be true, so that to be true. Strength and protection, giving unto I, by I, 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 I. Well, if you don't got no vision, then you're empty inside. Yeah. Oh, it's like a gazing in space, wasting time. Oh. No comfort fight, no religion, all it does is divide uh-huh. And still I and I and I Forgive I this King Rastafari, I am a faith He's the light, not the hour of darkness King Rastafari, I am the lifeline Ruling at the heart of all flesh King Rastafari, I am a faith the light, not the hour of darkness. King Rastafari, I'm a life light. He rules, not the heart of all flesh. Oh, no. Wipe away the stress, eliminate the crisis. Oh. Well, I sight the fullness without my glasses. Oh. Defender of the faith, no matter what the class is. Oh, and so I, 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 we give ourselves. King Rastafari, I am a light. He's the light, not the hour of darkness. King Rastafari, I am the lifeline. He ruling at the heart of all flesh. King Rastafari, I am a light. The light, not the hour of darkness. King Rastafari, I am a light. Ruling at the heart of all flesh oh, oh, oh. All you have to say Let it keep you while you wait For brighter days to come Still we're working And we're searching To find happiness under the sun All you have to say Let it keep you while you wait For brighter days to come And every trouble situation Like me Turn in a lion mode Take time, try it out. I say, he's the light, not the hour of darkness. Tarasafara, I am the lifeline, ruling at the heart of all flesh. Oh, him, I'm the light, not the hour of darkness. King Rastafari, I am the lifeline, ruling at the heart of all flesh. Tarasafara, I am the lifeline. The light, not the hour of darkness. King Rastafari, I am the lifeline. He ruled in the heart of all flesh. Oh, oh. I'm I am the It's like a tree without its roots. Got to be true. You got to be true. I am the protection given unto I by I. Yes, 
Greetings. Um, this is Hubert Pipersberg coming on with you at uh coming on with you on a very pleasant Sunday evening. Um I don't usually I've never ever done a Sunday evening special, but this is a one time special on account of the guest that I have, you know, had to try to accommodate him. In any event, um uh you know, we there are a lot of events that, that has occurred over the over the over the um over the past week, and um, there's so much information. We inundated with a lot of information and a lot of things. But before we get into that, I want to greet everyone in the name of peace. Peace, which is a universal greeting of all the prophets, from Adam to Muhammad. Abraham said peace. He was the father of modern-day religion, Judaism, Hindu, Judaism, Islam, Christianity. Uh, Moses, the receiver of the laws, he said peace. David, the receiver of the Psalms, he said peace. Jesus the Christ, he said peace. Muhammad, the seal of the prophets, he said peace. And now we're all looking for universal peace that the world can't seem to give. And um, it's a very dark times for for you know for for the world in terms of the conflicts we see around the world, particularly in the the Arab-Israeli conflict or the Palestinian-Israeli conflict, because the Arabs are not really fighting with them anymore. It's just them and the Palestinians battling, and we see the needless death, the needless suffering, the needless murder and mayhem of innocent women and children. It's like those things are wrong, and we're against all of those things. But that's not what we're here for today. Um, we're here to address an issue that... Um, a lot of Belizeans always say, well, what's a, what is a Belizean? Who is a Belizean? How do you know you're Belizean? Other than the fact that you like rice and bean salad and chicken or you're you taught Creole or you're having the confin, whether it's from the Rio Hondo to the Sarstoon, you know, you, you, you know whether, whether you're born in Dangriga, Kai, or Corozal, or, or Rinjo, Belize district, any one of the districts there. You know, aside from that, do you really know, you know your, your, your genetic history? Well, does anybody know it? And this is a new field, as far as for me anyway. I'm not. I, I'm not an expert on it by any means. I've never. That's not. I've never said I am, and I don't want to pretend that I am. That's why I. Um, I uh, want to bring somebody on who I know can talk authoritatively on it and let us know. You know, in essence, what is a bleeding or who is a bleeding in terms of genetic and using DNA to determine that. Uh, my good friend Emil Turnton who is a, a young brother who is studying in Montepillo, France. He's working his PhD, I think, in, I want to say his PhD in geography or forestry. And so, you know, he was the one that got me on to this young brother here by the name of Akeem Bayo out of New York, out of New York, you know. I'm not sure what borough he's living in. I don't know if it's Brooklyn or, but I think he's upstate New York. That's what he told me. Some, you know, yeah, upstate New York. Anyway, his name is Akeem Bayo. Um, he has a Bachelor of Science in Exercise Science from Cooney Lehman, and he's also pursuing a, a Ph.D. Florida Nova, from Florida um, from um, Florida Nova University in the fall in physical therapy. And you say, well, what, with that background, why would he be interested in gene, genetic, genetics? Well, um, he's a hobbyist for it, you know, and but he also has a background in um, genetics, chemistry, and biology. And right now he's running a project to tabulate the racial admixture of Belizeans and the maternal and paternal lines, using the personal genomics tests 
23andMe, as well as Ancestry DNA to do so. Um, so he's urging all Belizeans to get tested using that, um, using those those you know the Ancestry DNA or the 23andMe. And I I'm I'm not sure the cost or what you know you know or or the, or, or the economics involved, but I'm sure when, once he comes on, he's going to give us the information as to how to go about it. Because it's interesting to know you know your, your your genealogy. So that's something that you know he will give us the information on. Um, so far, his findings are, and I'm just going to go through these bulleted points, so it, you know, so people can understand what his findings are. He says, okay, one, bullet one, most Belizeans are triracial to a varying degree. You are a mixture of three races, obviously. Um, many are mixed with as many as five or six races. That's bullet one. So we're going to discuss all these things with him, but I'm just going through the bullets to let you have an idea of what we're going to uh, talk about or where, you know, the, the general trend of the discussion and what we want to cover. Um, two, Creoles are more West Central, African, and Scottish English than native, but all ancestries are present. The native ancestry seems more similar to the mosquito, not the Maya, the mosquito. And we're going to get him to expand on that. Uh, bullet three, crystal, no, sorry, Creole people very widely in terms of West Central African compared to Scottish English ancestry. Again, we're going to get him to expand on, you know, get us, get him to expand on these on that again. Uh, bullet number three. Mestizos are mostly Maya mixed with Spanish. However, there is a significant admixture from West Central African as well as North Africans. I didn't know that. I was on an impression, again, based, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm not phonetic with the subject. I am, you know, I'm, in most instances, I consider myself quite ignorant to it, that, um, that, uh, that mestizos were, you know, had um, were Central African as well as North Africans. I didn't, you know, that's something new to me. So, again, we're going to ask him to expand on that. Another bullet, bullet four, there's a large segment of the population that is actually Creole plus mestizo. Uh, um, they carry a very similar uh, partition of West African, European, and Native ancestry. This is, by and large, the most common inter, inter-ethnic mixture. Again, I didn't, I didn't know that. So he's going, he's going to explain, you know, he's going to explain further and examine that further and let us know, you know, how he, how he arrived at these, these findings and, you know, the conclusions. And um, bullet five, Gargano people are the most central African descended Belizeans on average at 82 to 83 percent, have 16 to 18 percent native, that is Arak and Carib admixture, but there's a large segment of the Creole population who's actually more West African. Than Garigana people, so but the Garigana's will also tell you that you know they that that proved that they never had a um, domination by Europeans because they didn't, you know for the most part they didn't have any there's, there's very little or no European blood within the Garigana community so that they use it as a proof to uh, to argue that you know that they were never subjugated so again it's worth our discussion with him to find out and examine these things and bullet six. Garigana people almost completely lack European admixture. They're amongst the, uh, which is very rare amongst the African diaspora. Like I said, you know, we're gonna examine that and look and see a lot of these conclusions. You know, the, you know, and these assumptions that he have made based on DNA analysis uh, of Belizeans that he have examined and talked to. So we're gonna find out from Akim Bio, you know, what exactly you know his research and findings have shown him. Akim, are you there? Yes. Good, good. I was just, you know, setting up the stage for you to come out. You know, I don't want to, I mean, if, if I miss anything, please, please uh, feel free to, um, to um, add it, okay? 
Yeah, you, you missed one thing. You missed one thing. Um, it's Genus, not Bio. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. okay, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm my, my bio. Genus. What did I say, Bio? You know, I was thinking because I was I was going through your bio that you sent me. And oh, okay. I, I just I just the word Bio just kind of stuck in my my brain. So I, my oh, okay, my okay. Apologies. I should have put it. Biography. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I when I sent you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. But aside from um, that, all the things, the findings were consistent with what you found, right? I mean, but as I listed. Um, yes, yes. You, you, you pretty much um, you summarized uh, very well what I've been able to to um, to, to find so far. Um, we have, I would say, somewhere close to about a hundred results for Belizeans, and generally, this is this is um, from individuals in the diaspora. Um, and it's very hard to 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 make conclusions when you're only dealing with the diaspora. But um, the diaspora is what are the people who are taking the tests. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we we know the average Belizean is making something like uh, eight nine thousand dollars a year, and they live in Belize. You talking about, they don't live in the U.S. So you're saying that your 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 research, you know, your empirical it's data, based on yes, affluent Belizeans that live. In, in the United States that can okay. afford to okay. take a test like this. Okay, um, okay I see. I okay, let me ask you this before you move on. Can I say very before? So, so does that dilute somehow? I mean, I know, I, I know, I, I know you're issuing some sort of disclaimer, but does that mean that the result or the empirical data is diluted or some it's corrupted or it's not, you know? Uh, it's not corrupted. It's not diluted. It's just. Um, I think the best way to describe it would be it's, it's, it's not. Completely conclusive, you understand, because we're dealing with we're dealing with um, with with a hundred people, mm-hmm. and uh, in 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 Belize we have about three hundred and forty thousand people, mm-hmm. and and in the diaspora we have something close to two hundred thousand people. Oh, okay. So so we're we're. Akim, are you there? I think I might have lost your brother for a minute. I have to call him back, Akim. Akeem, if you if you can give us a call back at seven one four two four two six one one nine, and that goes for anybody else. Got cut off, so I'm gonna have to um try to uh to um get connect back with him, okay? Bear with me people. Sorry about that my listeners, um Akeem is back on live. Akeem Please, yes. don't touch any buttons, man, because, you know, we don't want to get caught off, you know. I mean, yeah. uh, hey, I don't know what happened just now. I, I don't know. <laughs> we, just, we just, you know, we're, we're, remember we're on live, you know, and a lot of people yes, listening. Yes, yes, yes. So, in yes. any event, so coming back to what you were saying, yes. I, 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 went, I went along the lines of, okay, based on the fact that, um, okay, just to recoup, re, re, you know, recoup what we were saying, uh-huh. I, my question was, because the, 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 the sample that you are that you are taking since you said, you know, approximately, you know, 200,000 Belizeans here in the state, in the diaspora, and mm-hmm. about 250,000 Belize. Yes. The fact that you haven't necessarily done any 
any studies, any empirical, taking any empirical data from that, that population down there, but only the population over here, does yeah. that somehow um, dilute or, or, or make or question the, 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 the credibility of the study? And your well, answer was that it, you know, that no, it doesn't, but you have some caveats. So I want you to con- continue along that train of thought right there. Yes. Um, for the first, the first point I wanted to make was that um, the overwhelming majority of the people that who have taken the test are Creole people um, or, or people who are of a Creole mix. So in, in, in Belize, the, the Creole population is like down at this point to like 21%. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, 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 21%, does that include just the Creole or the Garifuna and Creole? No, Creole, just Creole. Just Creole, okay, all right, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's down to 21 If you look at the census, anybody could look pull this up. Go on mm-hmm. Wikipedia, go on uh, uh, Belize statistics.gov, all of that. You could, you could find that stuff. Um, but in the diaspora, I would say that the overwhelming majority of people are, are Creole. So, I mean, it, 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 it kind of leads to... Um, What's the word? It, it, it leads to it's the, the fact that it's easier to find um, Creole people and also um, Garifuna people as well, Garifuna people in the diaspora um, than it is other ethnicities of Belize to test, to even take the test. The majority of Belizeans in the states are of African descent, of, of um Significantly African descent. That's interesting that that you would have a um, I mean, you were in New York, right? Correct. Yes. Because I'm, I'm, I'm upstate New York in Albany, New York. Okay, that's where you are. Perhaps maybe it's because have you gone down to say in New York City, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Bronx? You know, where a lot mostly. Oh, I, I spent I spent a, a large part of my life in New York City. I I I, I you know went to uh, you know primary, secondary school a lot. Well, secondary high school. In in um in in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. So, so you didn't run into any. I mean, I'm sure there had to be some what we call Spanish or mestizo individuals at some point in New York. I mean, I don't know what the yeah the community they're, per they're, se. They're they're, they're 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 not they're not nearly as numerous. Um, I, okay. I've never been to LA. Maybe you could maybe you could um speak on that. But I I rarely meet um mestizos. You know, um, Hispanic Belizean. Well, I. I could speak up because I meet a, yeah I meet a lot of them here in Los Angeles or in California where I live you know I, oh, okay they're, so they're here but I also know that there's a vibrant community also somewhere in Chicago from mostly from Orange and Kyle that are down okay. in Chicago so but I know here for sure I can you know I mean you know it's 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 it's, it's, it's in California you wouldn't have that issue at all you would you will meet a lot of um you know mestizo uh, Belizean who have migrated from. You know, okay. Okay. So, I mean, I, I'm sure they're available in New York. Maybe just that you know, it could be maybe. But I, does that? Okay. Let me ask again. Then does that yes. somehow um, corrupt your sample, or doesn't you know lend validity to the sample? Then because I'll be that? honest, I I do not have many uh, samples from people who would be defined as Hispanic or mestizo. Um, they, they, I only have seven okay. out of out of 100, and to me that that's very telling because in Belize. Fifty percent of the population identifies themselves as mestizo, Hispanic, Latino, however you want to define it, in Belize. Mm-hmm. So to have seven people is not enough. Yeah, that's to make a, any very small, of a very small sample. Yeah, to make any kind of definitive conclusion. Yes, and and they they vary. 
They all vary. Every single individual varies significantly. There, there were a few that had as low as 8% West and Central African ancestry, mm-hmm. and then there were some that had as high as the, the 20s, in, mm-hmm. in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you think the variance? What do you, um, uh, um, you know, what would, what would you uh, subscribe to the variance? I think the best, the two best explanations would be, um, well, let's first, let's go back to, to how we're defining mestizo. The Mestizo people of Belize would have come initially to, to what would become Belize from what is now the state of Quintana Roo in Mexico and the Yucatan. They came in, in the mid-1800s um, during the, the, what they had in, in, in that part of what would become Mexico, the Cast Wars, mm-hmm. right? If you ever go to Corozal, there's a big mural that shows the town of Corozal, you go to the town of Corozal in the town hall and there's a big mural that shows uh, a big uh, painting of the history of the Mestizo people in Belize. And it gives you a breakdown of what happened. It was a, it was a casta system, the old Spanish, the Hispanic casta system that the Spanish brought to the, to the, to the Americas. So, but the caste war, they had some... Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is they had the penin- peninsulares, which would be the, the mainland Spaniards. They had the Criollos, who would be defined as um, Spaniards born in the Americas. And then they had Mestizos, they had Mulatos, they had uh, Indios, they had Negros. Like, and, and all these people were on a rung, on a ladder. Now, what happened in Mexico, and, and most of the rest of Latin America, was um, they had a system of hierarchy, so... The peninsulares who are above the criollos, who are above the mestizos, who are above the negros and the indios. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember who, when you're talking about the Yucatan Peninsula, you're dealing with a very strong, a very proud, a very accomplished people called the Maya. Well, let me ask you before you go any further, because that has been, uh, you know, in terms of you know the caste war that you know drove many of them out. No, with this, uh, with this. And I, I don't know if you researched. I mean, maybe it's an unfair question, but I, I'm curious to know: Does your mm-hmm. research show, or do, would the research be able to establish the fact that Mayas never are still indigenous to that area, even though you know they were driven out? Because I have my colleague Jerome Strong, One of his arguments that he likes to, um, mm-hmm. um, one of, you know, um, one of the arguments he likes to make that, that, that the Mayas necessarily are not indigenous to the area of Belize. And they, they were used because I don't know if you you recall of the landmark case that they won you know you know, you know against the government of Belize for their ancestral rights. But one of the arguments that the government was making was, who are these Mayas? They're not the Mayas from all these you know these are new Mayas. They were they were driven up by the caste war, so they have no they necessarily don't have any 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 claim to any kind of ancestral lands down down south in Toledo district. So my question is, based on that, that certainly did not dilute the, again, you know, their claim that they're this is the ancestral land, correct? Well, the reason why I – first off, I want to say that if you are born in Belize, you're a Belizean. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Second off, the Maya from the Yucatan and the Maya that, that, that presently live in Toledo and the southern parts of Sanskrit are two different sets of Maya people. If you okay. go back far enough, they would be related, right? Okay. But you're talking you're, – right now you're talking about – I'm talking about the Yucatec Maya, mm-hmm. right? 
and you're referring to the Kekchi Maya and the Mopan Maya in the south, right? Correct, correct, yeah, yeah. All right, you're talking about, about two different sets of people. First off, the Mopan Maya are completely native to what is Belize. That is why we have the Mopan River, and that is why we have the capital um, city of Belmopan, where the Belize River and the Mopan River meet, correct? Mm-hmm. The, the Mopan people are completely native to Belize. The Kekchi people, what is essentially slavery from Guatemala. Okay. Okay? Um, but to be honest with you, I, as, as, a, as a conscious-minded African descendant, I'm not going to tell a Mayan person that they're an alien in their own land. You understand? Yeah. Well, I think... Because, because I feel like that is almost a double standard. It's almost like us as African descendants upholding European colonial strategy and, and, and integrity. You understand what I mean? I feel like that's almost us being blind to the game you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, see, the reason why, see, look, I mean, I understand what, I understand exactly where you're coming because, you know, if you understand the history of the caste war and they were, you know, they were fleeing from something and, and there was a lot of conflicts within them themselves. But see, you know, if we talk about the indigenous Mayas, say, from Belize and, and, um, and, and Guatemala, I'm talking specifically those Mayas there, you know, the, you know, who, these are the ones who are affiliated with people like Rigoberto Menchu, um, the Nobel laureate in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. With that alliance, and you know they're the one that was you know successfully, you know they helped them successfully to uh, challenge that law in which Abdullah Conte sided with the Mayas and said yes, this is your ancestral home. You do have you know um, uh, uh, genealogy, uh, you know where he he used precedents from diff- from different um, like the Aborigines in in, um, in Australia and mm-hmm. I think some cases like that in within in the British Commonwealth where he was able to establish that yes you do have. You know, there are precedents for indigenous people claiming their ancestral land. So, but this is still up in dispute because the government of Belize is, you know, is up in arms over it because they don't, they don't agree that, that, that these Mayas that we talk in the Kechi and the Mopan Mayas down south in, in Toledo district have any right to, uh, to, um, to, to, to any lands down there, at least, you know, least of which because the land is rich in oil, supposedly. But also, I would want to know, the question I would have for you is, Let's say they were supposed to use the, the, the two, the two uh, um, tests that you use, you know. Uh, um, let's say they were supposed to use one of those tests. Uh, the, the, what's the next, what, what do they call the, um, the 23andMe and what's the other one? And ancestry DNA. Ancestry the thing DNA. is about that test, that test is not going to give you any type of national, nationality. No, I was, saying, well, I was saying in terms of genealogy, in terms of saying you, 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 if you can trace the DNA back to that area that they're saying, is, is no, 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 no. We can't. We cannot trace. We can't do that. Okay. What, 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 I, I'm, I'm confused as to what you're asking. Are you okay. asking? Well, let me, let me rephrase. Asking, okay. Like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not an expert. What I, but the point I'm asking is, let's say if you did, it does. Okay. Any of those tests that you affiliated with, can they somehow um, help the Mayas in their case? Then. No. Let's, let's put it like that. Okay. No. Right. No. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think anybody could help. I. I think unless. Uh, you have to. That that example is not a, a, an example of you being able to use DNA to give a case. Okay, all what right. I could Pardon give my ignorance you, in that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What I could. What what I could. The kind of what I said before about the the about Belmopan being a combination of two Mopan Maya words. Mm-hmm. The Mopan Maya. The Mopan Maya 
in Belize what I guess a lot of people refer to as the Maya Maya. I don't really I don't know what that what that means. But um, the Mopan Maya, the the nation, the name of the nation of Belize is named after a corrupted Mopan Maya word. Mm-hmm. The Mopan River is named after the Mopan people. Del Mopan is a combination of Belize and Mopan. Correct? Mm-hmm. So they have no, they, there's no qualm to say the Mopan people are alien to a land that they have in, inhabited for thousands of years. Okay, so let me ask any, you this thing. Before, before, before any European decided to cut logs and then mahogany, before they brought any African, before any other set of people came mm-hmm. to, to that part of the world, there were, there were Maya people, Maybe maybe the ancestral people of Mopan people. So All right. I, I feel like we, we who, who are we to tell them that they are not Belizean or they, they don't hold ancestral rights to somewhere they've been for thousands of years. Okay. All right. But okay. That being said, um, uh, what about you know in terms of land rights then? And I I I I, I don't want to see. Look, I know you were expert in, in genetics. Yeah, I, wanna... I feel like I feel like if we start to talk about land rights. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, but, but, but no, I'm trying to establish. I'm I'm just trying to establish something here because it 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 ties into. I'm dovetailing here, but it's still okay. relevant to to what you're doing. Okay, it's not like I'm. I don't want to. You know, uh, I don't want to um, um, ambush you with anything. Well, uh, the, the question that I have. We're going to get back to what to the trajectory that you that, that we're going, but um, in terms of land land rights in the south, just for the sake of we, since we bring up the discussion here, the uh-huh. Garifun and Maya, um, is it the same in terms of what they're claiming for for the sake of the fact that you know as a people that they were there? I mean, because that's what we're trying to establish. Well, I could tell you one thing. I could tell you that uh, the first people in in Belize period were. Uh, Maya people and the ancestral elements of Maya people. So you're talking about Olmecs, you're talking about groups that would have been incorporated, but they were, they were um, indigenous Americans. You know, they looked like uh, Maya people. They, they spoke languages that would have been ancestral to Maya people. Mm. When, when the Mayan civilization was at its height, um, Belize had a population of about, uh, I, I believe the number was... Uh, 500,000, half a million people, which is more than the population of Belize today. Okay. Now, my question is, did these people disappear or did they move on? Yeah, where did they get, you know, did, where, 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 where exactly, that's, that's an ex- excellent uh, pondering because, you know. Um, you asking he, me where I got that information from? Yeah, where did you get that information from? You could, you could look that up anywhere. You could even, and you can quote me on this. Um, look up any of the works of, of, of uh, Dr. Jaime Awe, who is the most accomplished archaeologist yeah, I'm aware and, of and, and one, of the few, one of the few Belizeans who holds a Ph.D. He just stepped down from, um, from, his, uh, from his position. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why. I think he, he said he wanted to do research. He didn't want to be uh, the, the head of a department anymore. But he, he, you, can, you can quote me on that. You can quote any, any Mayanologist. Mm-hmm. who understands Belize because, uh, you know, in the past the focus was on Mexico and the Yucatan and, and in, in the Petén, in Guatemala. But they're, they're coming to the realization that, that um, you know, Tikal was important, right? But um, Caracol in Belize actually defeated Tikal on multiple occasions. And, and, and what is now Belize was at the epicenter of, of the Mayan world 
of Mundamaya. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and at that time, like I said, that city's city, the city of Karakol was bigger than Belize City. Um, the population of what is uh, the inhabitants of, of, of Belize, what is now Belize, was 500,000 people. So, like I said, these people have, they, they've gone on. They've probably gone further into, uh, they've gone up into Campeche and, 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 and uh, Quintana Roo and in Peten. They're, they're, they've been absorbed into, into Guatemalans and, and Mexicans and stuff like that. They've moved on. This is what I'm saying, for the most part. But that doesn't mean that um, all Native people, all, all Maya people that now inhabit Belize are somehow from somewhere else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's completely absurd. That's, that's been the argument, you see. That's been the argument that, 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 the, that some experts who, I guess, who are affiliated with the government is using to discredit the claim of the Mayas in that area for their official land. These same experts... How, where, where are they from? Well, and that's I, what I want to get into. I want to get into that. Mm-hmm. I want to get into where these experts are from because when these experts do a DNA test, the least relevant part of their ancestry will be Maya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's, let, that's let, beside the point. Yeah, but let's, like, let's not get like bothered in that then. Let's, let's, yeah. uh, in turn, let's look at your expertise. The DNA. So the question I had for you is, so, but there's no way using your DNA can establish it anyway. That you already said that, correct? Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, I can make a um, DNA test and say this is it. it your, 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 your thing that you're doing doesn't work like that, correct? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that what I'm saying is you cannot use DNA to um, to uh, confirm ancestral lands that, that, that it doesn't work like that. Oh, okay, you know? all right. People it's are fluid. People that. move, you know. You, you could make the argument that all humanity on earth is, is from Africa. Mm-hmm. So Africa is, is owned by everybody. But, but who would say that? You go, to, you go to Sweden right now and you tell a Swedish person, you know, if you go back far enough, you could probably find your ancestors somewhere in Kenya or Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. They'll laugh at you. But see, okay, what, what I'm saying, okay, here's my thing too. I, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to romanticize the past because I mean, I, but early present. But I know, I do know that Belizeans need to come to terms with their history, warts and all, and above all, they need to understand how that history has been interpreted, you know, and and, and why, you know. If, so for me, if it involves the painful process of examining and shedding some church myths, so be it. Because, you know, if you really look at the Mayas, for argument's sake, nobody, you know, this, this Munda Maya thing that you use, and I've heard that word. Everybody seems to be making bucks off that, you know. But, um, well, the but, Mexicans are the ones that make the big bucks off I know off that, too, but, but I, I, I never thought because but I keep, uh, Belize no one, doesn't really make money off of that. People come to Belize to scuba dive and, and to, to um, they, 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 and own land. Uh, the, the Mayan ruins are one of the least um, trafficked parts of Belize. Mm-hmm. But see, but nobody have never really thought to invite the Maya to have a say in it. You know, you know, they take visiting dignitaries to these ruins, but they don't even give a thought to how we continue, uh, how we continue to ruin the lives of the Maya. So, you know, I mean, I, I mean, this, you know, I'm just saying, since we're talking about that, this is the thing that concern me. You know, do you think that the Mayas might, you know, I mean, if they have said they saw European approaching, is okay? Oh my God. Is this a dagger or a crucifix I see? I mean, you know, what, what is there, you know, because, you know, I mean, we, we go on the popular assumption that, 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 that indigenous people, whether it be Garifuna, Mayas in Belize, uh, you know, what causes the decimation? That seems to be the, 
the, the overriding question that, that, that you, even you yourself, says, you know, you wonder about the Lord, correct? Yeah. Well, yes. Um, what, what I want, what I, what I want, and wanted, and still want to, and, and I'm in the process of trying to figure out is what is it that makes Belizean people so diverse. And you could look at culture because everybody looks at what they can see, what they can hear, what they can feel. But there's things inside of us that can give us information that we, we could never be able to, to, to um, present otherwise. So DNA, genetics, is a good way to go about doing this. And I, I want to start out by just explaining what got me into this. First off, I want to um, acknowledge that Dr. Henry Louis Gates, who is a, who is a professor yeah, I, of African-American that, studies my, at Harvard, yeah, I, he, he, he had a documentary referred to as, um, it, it was a long document. He does documentaries I about, saw that documentary about African diaspora, yeah, African-American yeah. lives. Yeah, I saw it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was groundbreaking for me because this was back when I was about 17, 18, 19. Um, this was about like uh, five, six years ago at this point. And he was talking about genealogy, which I understood. You know, you go back and he traces this person's surname, that person's surname. They have pictures and stuff like that. And I thought, you know, that stuff is cool. That's a big thing now. That's what, that's what a lot of people, that's a hobbyist for a lot of people, genealogy. Mm-hmm. But what he did for me was expose me to something that was even more powerful, which was genetics mm-hmm. and admixture. When he started telling these big-time celebrities that you're this much percent African and this much percent European. And I didn't even understand how he was going about doing that. And so I found out what, what, what is, how did he do that? How do you do that? I looked in the mirror and I was like, I tried to guess for myself. I was like, you know, like, is he guessing or is he, he, he had big time companies that were, they pumped a lot of money into his documentary. And this was, this was a long time, well, 10 years ago at this point. And back then, that kind of stuff would cost the average person 100, uh, sorry, $1,000 at least, at the very least. Mm-hmm. But like nowadays, you could, you, could, you could do 23andMe or Ancestry DNA or Family Tree DNA, and these things are $100. You know, and the average person could do it. You basically give you, they mail you a, 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 a kit where they get a saliva sample. You, spit, you, you give a certain amount of saliva into the, the kit. You press down on a clamp. You screw it in. You, they give you a, a postmark um, package to mail it back in, and you use the, the Internet mm-hmm. to, uh, to you, you wait a while. It takes a while to process, and they give you your results. Mm-hmm. They give you... They give you your, your maternal line, which is your mother's, 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 mother, all the way back along the maternal line. And that's for everybody. For men, they'll give you a paternal line, which is your father's, 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 father, all the way back. Um, and then they also give you a combination of all your ancestry, which is referred to as autosomal, which is racial admixture. I don't like to use the word race too much because I don't believe in races. I believe in, in distinct population groups because when you go back far enough, all of us are African. Mm-hmm. If, you go back, if you go back a few thousand years, which is in, in the span of um, this world, this, this, this universe, 
It's the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. So, so, what part of Belize were you? Were you? Were you? Were you born in Belize, or? Were you, yes, I mean, yes, I was born in Belize. What part of Belize were you, you, you from? What is your 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 heritage there? I'm 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 from Punta Gorda, Belize. Mm-hmm. Um, the deep south, the, the most southernmost town. Um, and my I am like a Creole Garifuna mix. Mm-hmm. Right, one parent is Creole, one parent is Garifuna. I, I kind of grew up more with the Creole side. But I, you know, I, I have pride and I show love for both sides. Um, I, I consider myself black, you know. Um, I don't really get too... Uh, first off, I consider myself Belizean. That's first and foremost. And I, you know, I, 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 have, a, I have a passion for, for Belize, you know. All things Belizean. Mm-hmm, okay. I feel like what the thing that I'm I'm looking at is something that's never really been looked at in terms of um, for Belize. Well, let me ask you I, this then. Um, in terms of you know, I was looking at your. What does it say about your educational system? That the fact that you know, that you know that we are um, that that you know that, that we here we are. This is the 21st century, and we're still now trying to figure out um, you know in terms of. Or our ancestral mix and admixture uh-huh. and that kind of thing. How does that fit into what we were taught in school? Well, in school, I mean, you know, I remember, like, when I was real small, like, they used to have these presentations where they tell people about all the different cultures of Belize, you know, the Creole, the Garifuna, the Mestizo, the Maya, the, the Kechi, the, the Mennonites, everybody, right? But, like, the, the, the groups that I... You know, I, I would ask, they, they would give you a presentation and they would tell you, oh, you know, Creole is a mix of African and, and, and British. They said the Bay Men, the Bay Men. It was always about the Bay Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Mestizos were Maya mixed with Spanish, and, and the Garifuna were, were, were Africans mixed with uh, Carib and Arawak. And so, you know, we just take these things and we're given these things. We're explained that, you know, us as people, we are mixed. I, that was that was the understanding, you know, because um, the demographics in Belize might not show it, but the majority of Belizeans are of one of three ethnicities: they're either Creole, Mestizo, or Garifuna. Um, I feel like the the, the numerical pre, um, representation of Maya people in Belize is probably a little bit inflated, because um, hundreds of thousands, literally hundreds of thousands of Creole and Garifuna people have left Belize. So the numbers and, and the Mestizos have become the largest group. So the numbers are skewed. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are more Garifuna people who are Belizean than, than Maya people. Believe that. It, it doesn't show in the demographics mm-hmm. because so many Garifuna people have decided to leave. But so many Creole people but, have decided to leave. Akim, it's been my understanding that like, Garifuna, DNA testing were done in Belize some years ago. Um, for um, the Garifuna, I, I I haven't seen any of these findings. I'm gonna investigate further, but I, I oh yeah, yeah. I, there, there was some there was some you know the, the testing methods were very old and um, this was black this was back when they were using um, uh, blood hematone uh, they were using they were using blood 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 typing and blood blood uh, using blood types to to distinguish uh, geographic groups is very bad. 
and I'll explain why. Okay. The diversity of blood types in Africa and even in Western Eurasia, so I'm talking about Europe, the Middle East, and even North Africa, are more diverse than in the Americas. So to use a population that has, in, in the Americas, um, indigenous peoples of the Americas, I'm talking about all the Northern and South America, the Caribbean as well, you cannot, uh, the, the, the blood type, the blood typing is very simplistic. Generally, they, they belong to blood type O. And so when we start to use blood type to distinguish race, it, it, it's very bad. It's very blurry. So I, I, I did see that study. The study, though, the numbers were on point in terms of what I got. I just didn't like their method. You understand? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What you talk, what you think is because, okay, the method that they used for DNA was it outdated, outmoded? It wasn't. Well, it was date. It was it was it was to date at the time. Mm-hmm. This study was was done in the 1980s. Okay, for this the, was for the this was done in a time when I wasn't even born. Okay, I was born 1987. Okay, this testing was done. I don't know when 1984 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm looking at things from 2011 on. You understand? Mm-hmm. We need up-to-date information. I, I can't really, I don't take um, archaic methods serious. Mm-hmm. That's almost like, you know, somebody telling you something, uh, like you're driving a car from 1982 and you're trying to give information on, 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 on the newest technology of cars. So you're saying then that you're, the, 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 the methods that you guys are using today, Present date in the 21st century. In not, well, not me, not me, not me. Remember, I'm not just you. But I'm saying not you using the the, the the available technology. That's what I yes, mean. Not yes, you using yes. the available technology that's there are, are currently. Are you suggesting that 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 technology is somehow um, more accurate or more more conclusive than say the ones that they were using in the 80s when they did that DNA study for Garfinus? Oh yes. Oh yes. Because, oh yes. Because I can think, explain why too. Because yeah, go ahead. Please explain to us why. All right now, now that you know the, the technology is there to to give people more accurate readings of what their uh, background is, their geographic population group, you could say racial admixture, racial background is is more accurate now, and it's because we are able to get deeper into the the, the DNA. There's things referred to as SNPs. And these are they're, they're segments in your DNA that are common among certain population groups that are uncommon or unseen in others. Now, for 23andMe, they test for 200,000 of these. For Ancestry DNA, they test for 700,000 of these SNPs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is very accurate, mm-hmm. and as time goes by, it becomes that much more accurate. So, as so opposed to say, as opposed to just using blood samples or because I, I understand also they can just use saliva now. You you give them you give them you give them a half hair. you give them a half ounce of saliva now. Or hair follicle too, right? They don't really pull hair out of your head or anything like that. I they they more. Go for saliva because saliva is more. It, it's just 
it's liquid, and, you know, they can decipher things better through liquid. Uh, DNA from a hair strand, you could get fingertips from somebody else, and it's, mm-hmm. it's very troublesome. So you, you're best off using a fluid. Okay, all right, I see, yeah. And the fluid they decided to use was saliva. They said blood, you know, blood, we, 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 we know about, you know, like, uh, nowadays with HIV and, and, and uh, even, you could even, there's other blood-borne diseases that exist. Saliva is the safest way to go. One of the things that I, that I also found out was that they were also doing DNA. They have some, you know, DNA testing on sickle cell for Garifuna too. Along the same time, they were doing those DNA testing there. I don't know if you are familiar with any of those findings or have heard about that also. Um, well, well, all African descendants carry uh, are carriers of a sickle cell trait. That's how we were able to um, stave off malaria. In, in, in sub-Saharan Africa, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just, a, it's, a, it's a mutation. It's a mutation, that, so adaptation. That, that, that's common okay. in tropical Africa. Okay. It's, not okay. com- it's not even common in northern, uh, northwestern Africa. It's not common amongst people from the Horn of Africa, from Somalia, Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have that mutation. They, they, they come from a different part of Africa where the environment is different. Mm-hmm. They've, 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 they're, they're ancestrally a, a different branch of, uh, of, of Africans, so they, they, didn't, they weren't exposed to that. Generally, it's, it's the, the western, central, and southeastern parts of Africa that um, carriers of, of, of the malaria defense, the sickle cell trait, as some might put it, uh, have. Okay, let me ask you your methodology, you know, because I think my listeners were curious to know about the methodology, the methodology that's used in terms of yes. the 23. I mean, you don't have to get into any kind of, I don't want you to um, bore us with any kind of, you know, um, <laughs> scientific analysis in terms of the, you know, no, 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 the, the percolate, but I mean, you, you know, because, you know, I mean, yeah, we you know we've taken you know we uh, we are we all took statistic and you know we know <laughs> yeah but we I can't give you I'm not gonna give yeah, you I, mean, I don't want you to like give that. me a mat lesson on it you know I mean, basically well, I mean, you know, but, no, like I said I, I don't want I, no regression analysis and all that kind of thing but I mean no, what, no, what no, methodology no, are you guys are you, you know yeah I, I can't even do no regression analysis I know the anything so all right so what, yeah. what explain to us in you know in layman terms what is the methodology that's been used that makes it so distinctive I mean you're kind of touching it but I want you to give us a little you know. Okay, with DNA, right, what they do is they test uh, reference populations. So they use populations from the old world because for the most part, us on this side of the world, unless we are like the Maya or native groups throughout the Americas, we, for the, uh, our genetic makeup, is alien to this side of the world. So we use populations from the parts of the world that we came from. So you use... They, they have DNA samples for populations like the Yoruba, the Mandinka, the Maasai, the, the, the Shosa, the populations in Africa, populations in Europe, you know, populations in Asia, populations in, in, in Australia, and like Aborigines and uh, Oceania, those places, and as well as the populations of the Americas that would have existed prior to 1492. Okay. So they have the Maya samples. They have they have uh, natives of Colombia and Brazil, and and they have the Quechua sample. They have Mexico, other Mexican natives like the Pima and the Totonac. All these groups that exist that would have existed just as they are before 
European colonization came about. Well, okay, let me ask you. These people, they sample them. They, they, they do the same thing that they do for you, mm-hmm. they do for them, and they use them as a reference. Okay. You understand why, right? Why? Well, yeah, I can see. You know, you use that as a reference point, so you can branch off into seeing, make a, make a, make a, a broad assumption about, you know, as opposed to you have to, as opposed to have to go do everybody individually, just make a sample from a population. I well, understand. Well, yeah. That. I mean, as a, as as New World people, we are not representative of any people that existed before us. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're a new set of race. We're a new race. New, uh, a new, a new mixture that never existed before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a time where populations were isolated from one another. That's why, that's why we're, we, we look different. That's why we, uh, we have genetics that we, we've adapted to environments. Our genes have adapted to that environment. Sickle cell, the malaria trait is one, you know. Um, lactose persistence is one. You know, they're, they're, they're traits that have become associated with, with certain groups. Well, that's, 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 that's indicative of being a mammal, you know, or even plants, you know, where you inherit, well, I don't want to speak on authority because I'm not, where you inherit the, the no, 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 what I mean is, what I mean is. When you say traits, what do you, because I mean, as I understand, we traits, adapt, we yeah. adapt, okay, we adapt. Right, when, okay. when I say traits, I mean we adapt. Um, let's, let's talk about the most superficial trait that there is, skin color. Mm-hmm. If you look at a map of the world, and you, you look at one that's a true map, not, not the map that they give you, not the Eurocentric map that makes Europe and, and Canada and Greenland look huge and make Africa look small, you know, I mean like a real map mm-hmm. where Africa really does look like the second biggest continent in the world like it is, mm-hmm. okay? And Europe is a tiny little thing that's about the size of um, maybe like Algeria and Libya combined mm-hmm. because that's really about it. Mm-hmm. I want you to look at a real map. You can even Google it. Everybody who's listening, Google what a real map looks like. Right? Mm-hmm. And when you Google that map, I want you to draw a line. You, hopefully it has a line along the equator. Equatorial populations tend to be the darkest populations on Earth. And the further away you get from the equator, the lighter skin everybody gets. I've heard that theory before where, you know, I mean, you know, to it's explain. It's not a theory. It's, 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 it's a, a fact. It's, it's a, a fact. fact. Well, you, know, I mean, you could look at it on a map right now, and it, it's, all, it's, not, it's not, not just where people are located along the equator. It's also the UV radiation that's present in that area. Mm-hmm. So the areas that have the highest UV radiation, southern Sudan, like northern Uganda, mm-hmm. um, Senegal, uh, southern India, that's where you find the darkest. So ostensibly, you're arguing that you're arguing that because of the you know these, these um, the human being then make adaptations to uh to 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 or adapt traits to to live in this in this environment whether it's broad well, nose, to, skinky hair that kind of thing. If you don't if you don't adapt, you die. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the story of life. You know that's why that's why when you you, you brought up the fact that we're mammals, right? That's why when you see uh. Uh, 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 a baby bear and a mama bear. The mama bear shows the baby bear how to live life, but then after a while, the mama bear continues on, goes in a different direction. Yeah, and well, that, that, that's, that's, that's logical. The environment will be, you know, one of the reasons, one of the things that, you know, that certainly affects you. They shape you know. the way you look. They yeah, shape yeah. the way you look. Indeed. I, I, the food I, you, know. you eat, 
the environment that you live in, the, the, the available resources, all these things affect us, and, and we, it, it turns us into different population groups. Well, the reaction to the environment, too, but let me ask you, because one, one of my, you know, I'm sure my list is one of those. You know how we, you know, we, we, what we call mitochondrial DNA, you know, inherited from the mother, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, mother versus father. The, what impact does that play within your study, within your, your findings? Mitochondrial DNA? Mm-hmm. Um, mitochondrial DNA, like, like you just said, it's, it's, inherited from, um, it's inherited from your mother and it's passed on to child. It could be a son or a daughter. Mm-hmm. Mitochondrial DNA, the way geneticists have decided to uh, categorize it, um, they use a letter system. And all mitochondrial DNA, if you stem back far enough with stem in Africa, mm-hmm. um, the, all non-African people stem from, a, from, from an East African woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, even all African people stem back from an East African woman as Double well. Double Lucy? <laughs> no, Lucy, that's, 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 that's pre... Uh, I don't want to talk about that. It's the leaky and them, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get into... I don't want to get into okay, I just brought it up because, people you know, and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I don't know, you know, not, not everybody... I don't yeah. know if all your listeners believe in evolution. And yeah, yeah. Well, let's not go there. I mean, we don't talk. Let's not go there. Let's not, you know, talk. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure we have a lot of Bible listeners that won't really... Yeah, I'm sure we do that won't, you know, yeah, take They can't really buy with some of what we're talking about, but as far as... As far as um, what scientists have been able to find, even scientists will agree. And I don't think science is racist um, when it's used correctly. You could say religion is, you could use the same argument for religion. They're, they're, they're stating and their, their findings have shown that humanity is African, essentially. We are, we are a recently African population, all of us. Um, well, see, only, we don't want to use that only, the way... But, see, but see, I don't want you to use it the way how Pan-Africanists and them use it to... No, 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 it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm a pan-humanist, mm-hmm. okay? We could even, I don't even want to get into the term Africa in the sense of talking about pan-Africanists because the, the, the origins of the word Africa are not even uh, sub-Saharan African. They're North African. Mm-hmm. They're, they, it, 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 meant, it meant Tunisia, but I don't want to even get into that. I, I, I'm basically talking about the population of humanity on Earth, Homo sapiens on Earth, has a recent origin in mm-hmm. Eastern Africa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I mean, man, we've gone through a lot of information here, but I want to, you know, we, 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 you do, you, can you imagine we've already spoken for another one hour? <laughs> we have another hour to <laughs> yeah. go. I mean, you know, so, you know, this, this is the type, that's when, it, when I tell people well, two hours, they're like, oh, my God, you know, um, that's you know, but it goes by fast. I want just to remind my yeah. listeners that you're talking, you're listening to Akeem, a genius. Uh, this young brother, you know, is really turning, you know, everything upside down as far as we know with respect to our, to um, to our racial admixture in Belize. You know, he's doing a lot of research on it, using the latest in ge- genetics. So uh, you know, I mean, his work is scientific, and um, you know, we may not agree with it, but it's scientific. It's not lying. And he's he's currently trying to explain his methodology as to how you go about you know doing the samples. Um, I think uh, one of the things that I know you told me was that at the top of the show was that you had you had a problem with um, gathering DNA from mestizo type people or or people mm-hmm. who are you know who are, have Spanish in them. You know, um, mm-hmm. okay, you you know what, I was looking to find. You said okay, 
Is it definitive use? How does that North African thing come about? Because most mestizos are mixed with Mayas and Spanish. But where, where in your in your in your in your analysis that you found that that mestizo people have North African blood in them? Or well, not, well like I, I want to blood, but not African ancestry. Well, yeah, they uh, they do. They they also have West and Central. They actually have more West and Central African ancestry, which is which is after the colonialization of the Americas. I mean. Every every what is you have to define what is Latino, what is Hispanic. Um, yeah, it's, well, let, let me just know. say this. Let me just say this. I well, you know, I mean, of course, race is a social construct. So I mean, you know that. You know, yes, so, yes. You know, yes. I mean, you know, let, that's let, very true. You know, so I don't want to define it along those lines. It, you know, it also has social ramifications. Yeah, yeah. So let's not yes, define yes. it within that narrow parameter or narrow trajectory or almost a racist trajectory when you when you really define it between yes. that. You know, yes. I know we talking higher than that. We talking at a higher order. Yes. Yeah, we don't want to define it within. You know, but what, as as you asked about, you were asking about um, North African ancestry. Mm-hmm. Well, North the the the, the Moors. You want to talk about? We have to go. We have, this, now we have to go pre-colonial. Okay. No, go wait, wait, wait. Before you even go there, let me just say this also too that you know we a lot of people and I'm glad you brought it up because a lot of people like to say they like to believe you know mm-hmm. many of us and this is a this is something that we you know we need to get out of that our civilization at the beginning with the with coincide with with meetings of Europeans which like you said we go back before so I I'm quite yeah. happy doing that you know what I mean. Yes. You know, so let you know the audience need to know that we're not talking. In about terms it. of the Moors, in terms of the Moors, because uh, North African ancestry is um, is in Spanish people, like mainland Spaniards. They mm-hmm. possess some North African ancestry. I mean, um, if you look at a map, the Strait of Gibraltar is the only oh. division between Morocco and Spain. Interesting. So you know what? I, you, you have know. to remember. Listen, listen. You have to remember that. Um, Half of the Iberian Peninsula was was uh, was conquered by Muslims. For seven hundred years, from the seventh yes. century to about the fourteenth century AD. Yeah, that's you're right. right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the the North Africans that would have come into Spain would would not have been that different from um, you know modern day Moroccans and and Libyan. Algerians and Libyans. No, maybe not so much Libyans. Mm-hmm. Libyans. I don't want to get into why Libyans and 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 modern Egyptians are not. All right, let's we'll stick with uh, the Moroccans like, and okay, yeah, why? Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk let's talk about Northwest Africa, okay. not okay. not Northeast Africa. Okay, okay, okay. Right, um, North Africans, you know, they have inhabited Northern Africa for thousands of years. Um, Northern Africans and and Sub-Saharan Africans, um, they share some ancestry, but uh, Northern Africans are are mostly of of uh, West Eurasia, they have common ancestry with Europeans and Middle Easterners, uh, more so than with, with, with uh, Sub-Saharan Africans. But the Northern Africans, the Moors, would have been a mix of modern-day North Africans, um, Muslim uh, priests and pilgrims from the Arabian Peninsula, as well as, um, North, as, as Western Africans. Mm. There was a mix. Um, and they, they all together, they would have been defined as the Moors. So they would have come in a lot of different shades. You know, um, Most of them would have looked very similar to what modern Moroccans look like, but some of them would have looked like, um, maybe more like a Senegalese person. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but they, 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 conquered, they conquered Spain for a long time, um, and, and Spain was under Muslim rule for a long time, even though I, I, I don't believe most of Spain ever converted to Islam. No, no. Well, they only made as far as Granada, 
which was where the stronghold was in Granada, Spain. Yeah, you know, that's but, right, that's right, that's yeah, right. But you know, but because um, if you go to Granada, you'll see some mosques, you'll still see mosques, and a lot of right. influence of the uh, the Moors, you know, um, right. stronghold in the part of Spain. Yeah. Well, basically, you know, they they over seven hundred years they mixed in with the population. Um, the population of Spain, like I said, to this day, modern-day Spain, they have some North African ancestry. It's still, I wouldn't refer to them as um, uh, highly admixed, but it was enough that it left a genetic imprint. footprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. footprint on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, from what you know, it seems it seems like a, a larger population uh, who, who ended up leaving Spain to to colonize the Americas would have had more of this. Um, that explains it. Mm-hmm. North African ancestry, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, like I said, the North African ancestry is, is not as important as the West and Central African ancestry, and it's not, and neither of those are as important as the the uh, genuine European ancestry or the the Maya ancestry and mestizos. Let me ask you this then. So. Okay, I understand that. I see this. I see. I see. I, I see the trajectory that you do. You're doing here. I, the, the Moors, obviously, after Rome fell in the seventh, Rome fell in around the third century A.D. Another meaning, and for like 300 years, the Europeans were, you know, what we call dark ages. And the Moors came in around the seventh century A.D. And so they were in Spain until the Inquisition, which was like in 1400 when they were kicked out, you know. And, and right. so, so I, it stands to reason that yes, that they would have a North African, you know. Strong, you know, 700 years is a lot of time to be in. You, yes. you would leave a genetic genetic footprint on, on whatever re, uh, group of people that you're into, into mixing with. But Well, I mean, that, that's more than enough time. Um, yeah, that, that's it. That's a lifetime. It was almost like a, it was almost like a, like a, a caste system, a, a small ruling elite mm-hmm. over a large population. You have but, to remember but, but, that, that only 7,000 Moors conquered the entire I, well, most of the Iberian, it was 7,000, and, you know, a few more may have come along, but the population of the Iberian Peninsula was far larger than that. It just could not overcome yeah. what was yeah. being. And so I think when you really look at it from a number standpoint, how could they have had that much uh, uh, North African and, 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 you know, ancestry in them? Because it wasn't a huge population that came and conquered them. They were yeah. actually conquered by a relatively small. Well, we, well, we, well, we, well, that may be the case, but I'm sure that you know that once you know you always have a you know footprinting, and then you have you know, I'm sure due, over the centuries you know more came and inter to trade and inter inter yes, relationship yes, yes. and that sort of thing. So but but it, 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 it wasn't it, like I said, it was never. It was no big enough. I know what you say. It wasn't like over oh, a million people came. No, and, uh, yeah, no, yeah. It, yeah, it was never big enough to make um, the Spaniards. Um, that much different from the French or the British. Yeah, yeah. In terms but, but, of their but enough to leave a but enough to yeah. leave a footprint. Yeah, you know, socially speaking, I, I don't think that's enough to say Spaniards are not white. Yes, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I, but yeah. I don't think that's what you're saying. I don't think that's what you're arguing. You, you, based on your DNA analysis, I don't think you're arguing that Spaniards. When no one is suggesting that Spain is not, um, um, you know, um, because I, I've heard the same thing. I've heard the same thing about the Italians vis-a-vis their, their, their interaction with, with the Libyans, you know, and Hannibal oh, and yeah, from way yeah. back then. So and the Romans. So I've heard the same thing about you know that they have a mix, they have a genetic mixture that 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 decidedly not not African too, as well as African. So it's it's a story that I've uh, read research before. And I I'm familiar with the with the with the with with, with it, but specifically bring it to Belize. So mm-hmm. you, you were saying that the mestizo population that we have in Belize. Have you tested any of these? The ones that you have tested, is that what you found? Yes, they, they just have an elevated uh, level of North African ancestry. I mean, relative to Creole people, 
or you know, Garifuna people have none. Creole people have almost uh, essentially none. It's the mestizos that carry North African ancestry, but it's because they carry Spanish Spaniard ancestry mm-hmm. okay. um, to varying degrees. Because I also feel like maybe the sample set that I have for mestizos is it may not be representative because, like I said, I only have seven. And based on what I have, I mean, I, you can't always eyeball people and mm-hmm. and assume things, right? Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that in Belize, the mestizo population is more Maya than anything. They could be, I mean, it could be, you could use numbers, right? What are you basing on assumption on? Because you say you never test anyone in Belize. I mean, so. Looks, looks, just based on looks. Oh, okay. The mestizo population is very Maya. The base of the mestizo population is Maya. And, and yes, they have admixture. Just like the base of the Creole people is African, West Central African. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would argue that. So, we, uh, the, Maya, the Maya people, were the basis of mestizo people okay. in Belize. I don't mean, I don't mean, I mean the Yucatec Maya because they came from the Yucatan. Yeah. They didn't, they, you know, they didn't come from, um, from, from Orange Walk and Corozal originally. Uh, you know, maybe, you know what, to, maybe to backtrack on that, who's to say? Because um, you look at La Mana, you look at Cerros, you look at Santa Rita, you look at Nomul that got knocked down. Who built those people? It had who built those those things? It had to have be, been yeah. Yucatec Maya. So you know what? I'm gonna make the argument that yes, those people are where they belong as well. They didn't come from somewhere else. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, that's been well. I mean, I don't want to really get into that again because I have you know. I mean, like I said, that, I don't want to you know with dealing with just the Mayas because we're talking. But I know. I mean, I don't want to get back into that. But let's look at something here. One of my, well, you know, one of my listeners want to know. Um, uh, if the result of the genetic profile would be the same for two brothers of the same parents. Yes, yes, it would. It would, it would only differentiate by 1% or 2%, which is irrelevant, mm-hmm. completely irrelevant. It has nothing. You could, you could test two people, and they come back with the same numbers, and they could look completely different. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because if you're a multi-generational mix, if you're a mixture of three different uh, population groups that are very distinct, like native people of the Americas, Sub-Saharan Africans and Europeans, you're going to come back with a, 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 an array of looks. You know, I could I could use my mom's family for example. Mm-hmm. You know, we have people in, in her, her her siblings. Some of them have very um, refined features, you know, and 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 curly hair, and some have very you know stereotypical West and Central African features. So you 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 can't always use um, looks. And you cannot, you cannot always dictate what somebody's numbers are going to be. Yeah. But well, I mean, of course, that goes. Yeah. If you, as the case, I cannot look at you, Akim, and says, or look at yeah. you, Hubert. You know, I mean, it would take yeah. the scientific uh, data based on the DNA sample. But let me ask exactly. you. Uh, um, so, so I mean, so if, how do you share the results? I mean, uh, are, is it published anywhere? I mean, or this uh, well, is a private not, thing? It's not published because it's not published because Twenty uh, Three and Me and and Ancestry DNA, the per- personal g- genomics programs. So they're websites that allow a person to personally ex- uh, display their uh, uh, their racial admixture. I'm going to use the term racial admixture just because it's easier for people to understand. Okay. Even though I don't believe in the term. Let's break it down in layman terms because yeah, yes, we know yes. we're not experts. You know, we're not no yes. scientific experts. It, it allows yeah. people to just just analyze what it is that they're mixed with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, it's personal. This is not a this is not a this is not a study. Okay. This is this is just. These are results that people have, have um, decided to share with me 
Mm-hmm. And because I decided not to disclose any names, I don't think that that's anybody's business to know this person's name or so anything Whatever, like if that. I do the test, then that's up to me. You know, I use, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, up yeah. to you. If yeah, you yeah, decide okay. that you want, to, you want to display to the world, Mm-hmm. That that's your that's your own you're, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed you. to do that. But you know but, you but you Akeem don't publish anything and no, then look is what no. you would probably what Akeem is no, okay. No, right, I'm okay. not I'm not exploiting um anybody, any individual's results. Mm-hmm. What I do is I kind of categorize almost like a census does. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um you, you, you the person's surnames give clues. A big clue is um, the type of admixture they have. So I'll give you an example. Let's use Creole people for example, right? Okay. Creole people are very interesting people on a genetic level. Um, I remember before before we came on the air, you had asked me, I think yesterday, you had yeah, we were, you know, conversation, how, I define, yeah. how I define Creole, right? Yeah, yeah. I define Creole as a colonial person of African descent who considers themselves Creole and, and belong to a culture that's not Garifuna, mm-hmm. you know, and they have a colonial Creole culture. Creole is a very broad term when you look at it, you know, along the Americas. Creole could just mean not native, not, not an Amerindian, an indigenous person, but born in that country or mm-hmm. born in that land. You understand what I mean? That's all, that's all Creole means. I feel like um, when a lot of people maybe come to the U.S., they start using they start associating what people in the U.S. use as Creole. In, in, in the U.S., people consider Creole to be like this Louisiana thing. That's mm-hmm. their version of Creole. We're, I'm talking about the Belizean version of Creole. We, we're not talking so, about that, 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 that New Orleans, Louisiana kind of Creole. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of overlap, though. There is a lot of overlap, but it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Every culture, if you go along the lines, every culture has a Creole culture. But I could, I could give you an example of Creole. The, the reason why we even use the term Creole in Belize is because there is a group of, of, of separate African descendants with, uh, who are the Garifuna. Well, you otherwise, me- otherwise, no, listen, otherwise, we would, just, we would be using, these, we would be using these, um, these silly terms like, um, like, like black and, and mulatto and quadroon and all the stupid yeah, yeah, that yeah, hear people use. Yeah, but, yeah. but the thing that I love is that... Or colored. Or colored. Yeah, all these silly yeah. terms. All these silly terms that you, you hear, uh, you, you read and you hear. In many cases, you know, uh, uh, very um, dismissive terms as well, you know? Yeah, it's easy to just, you know... The, the thing about the Creole culture is that it's a culture, it's an ethnicity. But what I'm finding is that there is continuity in racial admixture. There is a continuum. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean when I say that? I mean that there are... There's 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 a similar uh, the, the the components are all the same. Central African component. There is a north western European component, and then there is a native Amerindian component. Okay, so so there's a so for example then you you know I mean uh, I think off the record we were talking about well I, I say off the record but before we were on the show we had a conversation. You had told me that there are actually some Creoles who don't have who strictly have strictly European, or, or did I misinterpret that? Or that I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say strictly European ancestry. I would say they have a high level of European. More, they, you they, give they, an they, example. European, Ge- European, and I could. I, you know, I, I could give you a perfect example. There's, there's, um, there's multiple individuals that maybe you could look at. Uh, how about let's use. Um, no, I don't want to use George Price. George Price was 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 probably mixed with mestizo. His mom was Escalante. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's use, let's use. Um, hmm. We have a lot. We have a lot of people I could use. You know. Use like Courtney in or Hyde or what those names that yeah, we know. Yeah. You know? How about how about Evan X Hyde? That's a perfect example. Thank right. you for. You gave me a. You threw me a. a, a a fastball, he went right down the middle. All right. Uh, Evan X Hyde, he's a perfect example of an individual who would be, um, I'm using him as a public figure. Like I said, I don't name yeah, him. Yeah, no, no, no. Just, but um, he's a public figure. We're just he's calling him a name for, yeah. for the sake of names. I just was the one that came to my head, you know I mean? I won't give popular, away yeah. Yeah, his, um, his, uh, his numbers or anything like that, but he's an individual that would, if he decided that he was, he, he, he did not want to identify as black, um, he's entitled to do so because I think the term black, like you said, is a social construct. And then mm. when we have things on, like we have modern day things that can allow people to know exactly what percentage of this and that and the next, like it starts to, to me, it starts to eat away at these silly social constructs that we, um, that we, not, for, for the most part, people of African descent have been um, uh, not victim to, but we, we didn't define the rules. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like we just kind of like live within these, uh, the prison that we've give, we're given. They tell us we're black, we, 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 uh, we embrace black. They tell us we're mixed, we embrace mixed. So when you start to find out who you are as an individual and you decide you want to identify as who you want to identify as, then, you know, you're, you're set free. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, you don't, you, don't, you don't have to align yourself. So, but, but, but that's interesting because you're saying there's some families where it's Courtney, the Hyde, and many others. You know, yes, who, the Hyde, who, uh, the, the Haylocks. The hill like nabs. Mm-hmm. I could, I could go. You know, I, we could go on. Um, the horses. Um, you know, we could, we could go on. And there's, there's hundreds of, of, of uh, families and thousands of people like this. So I don't want to. Uh, no, no, no. We, we do, for the sake of this discussion, yeah. we're not trying to. Yeah. No, this is not, this is not meant to in any derogatory. What I mean is, no, 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 no. no this is not, uh, not at all because that, that was what I was trying to get at. They, they just represent one end of a spectrum, um, but. We all are along this spectrum. It's always there's these three components that um, that unite people who are Creole. It, you know, it, it's just that you know some some will be more West and Central African, and some will be more British. And generally, the the, the native ancestry is 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 the least significant, but it is present. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, know the, but what I interesting you said, like for example, let's say I mean because if you look at somebody, if you could not convince. You know, this is just look alone. That person look African, you know. Well, I, I hate to use the word African, but it looks. Yeah. And I don't want to use the word black because, again, it's a social construct. But you can tell that he has an admixture then. Let's, let's just say that for the sake of this conversation, right? He has an yeah. admixture. And, you know, um, because, again, you know, when we say black, that's, like, that's such a social construct that's dismissive and derogatory, you know. But let's say he has a racial admixture, right? You can look at him and yeah. say that. Um, but, but you're saying then that, that some Creole in Belize, you know, mm-hmm. some of the farmers you call, they can actually, if they want to say that they're not, uh, quote-unquote, that mixture of predominantly black they, or African or are predominantly from sub-Saharan Africa, they can do that too, correct? Yes, I mean, before, before the, the term Creole was used as, a, um, as an ethnic identifier in the Belize census, they used to have a term referred to as colored. I'm so glad that they, 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 they got rid of white, colored, black, I feel like that, that creates division in a society. Mm-hmm. The one thing I love about Belize when I see relative to, when I, when I look at populations and demographics of other populations around the world, um, they, they, they don't use words like white, black, because I feel like that's not a proper way to define Belizeans. 
Um, Belize does have white people. Uh, socially uh, uh, understood as white. We have Mennonites. We have expatriates. You know, we have, uh, we have a dwindling number, but people who actually descend from uh, these quote-unquote bay men. So we have a small population that would be the Beamen, okay, is that a term? Is that, I mean, what that, that, that we often hear the Beamen, you know, sons of the Beamen, you know. Yeah, that, is, yeah. Is that we talk about you know, predominantly uh, uh, Those uh, have white been, from been, Europe, they English? They would have been British people. They would have been British people. They would okay. have been, been uh, redheads and, and, and bloodhead people. They, you know, they would have been um, just pirates. So like who, like, like I call a name, like the Turtons, who was one of George Price's mentors? What exactly was, what's his admixture in? I mean, you know, he... I mean, I don't know. I, I, he hasn't taken a test. I, I, I can't go and speculate. You can, okay, so okay. But based <laughs> on look, I mean, <laughs> I know, I don't, I know, sorry, yeah. man. I don't need to put you on the spot like that. Yeah, yeah. Those things I can't answer. I, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't I taken a test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah, tell yeah, you. Yeah. I, I can't, yeah, I could, I could tell you, like, based on what I've... Yeah, yeah. Other I know you're not no, you're not a wizard, but you can't. Yeah. yeah, I don't have no special powers. Magic ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have no magic ball. Yeah, that one is. I mean, not, yeah, so you know, a lot of times you could you could yeah, superficially yeah. look at some person and say, you know, that person's leaning towards European is that person's leaning towards Africanist. I think you can't really like. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was saying you can't really like um, presume things, and I feel like because. Another thing is that because native ancestry is so low relative to the other two ancestries amongst Creole people, it's hard most of the time to even see native ancestry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So what's the dominant? Somebody... Well, we talk about traits, man, but before I get into that question, there's a couple, I, I, mean, cause we, I mean, time go by fast, man. I mean, this yeah. is a fascinating conversation for me. I'm like, I wish you had four hours to talk about this, brother. This is a fascinating <laughs> conversation. I hope my listeners... Uh, having a, a fun time listening to to brother Akin Genius here because he this brother is totally you know in, in you you are educating me but let me ask you uh, in, okay I've I've read and I've talked a lot of my Garifuna friends who yes. said that um that um you know the Mal- Malayan DNA in Garifuna you know um there's a high percentage from Ghana I mean based on the ones that you have tested here have you seen I mean from Ghana from Mali. Have you seen well, anything? The thing is, I, I haven't tested anybody. I, was, I actually have a kit that I'm supposed to send to um, my good friend. Yeah, I, 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 you, I thought like you, a but in New York, you should, there's a lot of garifunas in New York that you could... Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. But I, I mean, I, I, I want to test my friend. I mean, is that okay? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know? no, I was saying, because I want to ask you, did, did, did you... I want to test somebody that's close to me. You oh, understand? So, okay, like, so, I, I don't want to just test some random individual. Oh, okay. He's so my about friend. somebody who, like, He's that, my is friend, there any I mean, uh, Mali, I mean, the thing is that I, I, that's what I was about to get to. I have an ancestry DNA kit I'm supposed to send my friend. And, and ancestry DNA is really revolutionary because it allows you to um, figure out what countries in Africa. Oh, okay. What's the difference between that, the ancestry DNA and, the, and, the, and 23andMe? 23andMe, it gives, you more of a, uh, it gives you more of a breakdown of your, 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 your racial admixture, but it gives you very vague um, responses. It will tell you that, you're this and this, West and Central African compared to Eastern African or Southern African and Northern African. And then it will tell you Southern European, Northern European, Eastern European, um, South Asian, Middle Eastern. It gives you that kind of a breakdown. Now, with Ancestry DNA, it tells you what countries, what modern-day countries okay. your ancestry... But you need the two is, of them is, together? It, it, no, they work in concert? No. no? They, they, they work differently. You, don't, you could use them together to get 
maximum information, but um, 23andMe, like I said, it will also give you your paternal line and your maternal line. If you're a man, it will only give you your maternal line if you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, okay, and you, that, that's another set of information that's good to have. Okay. Ancestry DNA, is, it gives you more information in terms of, it gives you more accurate, slightly more accurate information, and it gives you countries of ancestry, like modern-day countries of ancestry. Okay, um, do, is there a comprehensive, well, you already said this, I think you answered this question, but one of my listeners want to know if there's a comprehensive list of various population groups that are used for the 23andMe yes, profile. Yes, I did an, yeah, I, I do remember answering that question, and the answer is yes. Okay. The answer is they use reference populations around the world, okay. around the world, in Africa, in Europe, in the Middle East, in Southern Asia, in Eastern Asia, in Northern Asia. So it's pretty comprehensive. The, in the Americas, in, in, in Australia and Oceania, mm-hmm. anywhere that humans inhabit and have inhabited for yeah. thousands Consider. of years, mm-hmm. they sample them. Oh, okay. So and so then they use them as references, and whoever decides to take the test, their DNA is compared to those references, and then that's how they get their results. Okay, how do we accept, uh, having said that, how do we accept racial admixture in Belizean society today? Well, I feel like, I feel like in, as time goes by, um, Belizeans have just been forced to accept that that's not something that, I feel like that's something that, um, I, I feel like maybe before my time, it, it seems like that was a, a hard thing to accept. I feel like there were a lot of um, Creole people that kind of did not want to align themselves with African ancestry, maybe what they were taught, maybe that they weren't taught anything, uh, that they were taught that, you know, Africans were swinging on branches, throwing bananas at each other in, in Africa, mm-hmm. didn't have a culture, didn't have a language. A lot of misinformation, have, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Garifuna people, there were a lot of Garifuna people that um, they kind of, they, they held on to uh, the, 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 the second most important ancestry in their, in their makeup, the, 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 the Carib Arawak mix. Mm-hmm. But they kind of, they, they, they overlooked the fact that um, at, at their base, Garifuna people are an African people with native admixture. And Did I tell you about the conversation I had with a brother who called himself Garifuna Times and another, no, friend, no. another friend of mine, Joseph Guerrero, we were, you know, we were right here on Facebook, and he was saying that um, he, was, he was claiming that his admixture was primarily Arawaks. And you know, I've heard Dr. Palacio, one of the leading guys from Barranco, yes. saying that, you know, that what you're saying, that there's a, that there's a decidedly African admixture there, you know? But besides the Arawak component, I mean, I think, I think, I think for the, the average Afri- um, average Garifuna pe- uh, person, uh, you just have to. If you own a mirror, you know, mm-hmm. I think that you could you could you could answer that question truthfully in your mind and in your heart. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and also um, with with Creole people to an extent as well. Um, Creole people are along a spectrum, you know. Garifuna people. Um, uh, that's what I wanted to get. Well, at. are we conscious of it though? Are we as as make sure are we conscious of it, or this is a new feel? That, you know, I mean, we need. I think, to I think, I think, I think, as time has gone by, and 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 um, Belizean people, Belizean people of African descent have seen the uh, accomplishments. I don't know. Maybe they, they've gotten a little bit of pride or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. they, they, maybe they're allowed to embrace. They're, they've allowed themselves to embrace 
uh, an African identity, a West Africa, West and Central African identity, mm-hmm. um, the roots of them, um, maybe maybe that would be enough. Maybe that's been the changing. Um, they may, maybe it's coming to the states, mm-hmm. and you know. I feel like even in Belize, though, like, I go to Belize all the time, and, you know, Alawida won, you know, that, that was the big thing. Yeah, you go there. yeah but, that's, but that's the general uh, narrative. But let me ask yeah. you, do but we I feel, favor... I feel, like, I feel like to an extent, you know, like, people, they acknowledge your blackness, but I don't think, I don't think that um, we don't have this deep-seated colonial racism that existed in a place, this, this huge country that you and I live in now, you know, mm-hmm. the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 just we just try to understand that because we not come from a place where mm. that that you know deep. You know what? That's interesting. You would say that because colonialism, by its very nature, was based on racism, sexism, classism, and denial of individual rights. I mean, the fact that yes. you know that's part of our that's part of our our, our, our heritage, if you will, or part of our legacy, and we don't tend to we, you know we don't manifest that. It's very interesting indeed. You know. To that extent yeah, like, that you're saying that we do say live in the United States, but I'm yeah. sure it simmers on the, just below the surface. You know, I mean, it's just, just because let's let's be honest. Like I feel like I feel like um, in terms of like animosity between my two cultures, um, between uh, Creole and Garifuna people, um, historically, not maybe not maybe not so much now in the modern times, right? The contemporary times, but in the 1800s, in the early 1900s, there were a lot of things that would have divided. Um, Garifuna people and Creole people. Mm-hmm. Geography would have been one thing, because um, the the majority of the Creole people would have lived in the city. They would have lived along the Belize and the Mopan River mm-hmm. and along the Old River, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then the Garifuna people would have lived coastal and in Stone Creek and Toledo. Mm-hmm. You know, Mudong South area. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in the south, the southern coastal areas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so geography was a divider. We have a lang- language was was originally a divider, right? Because you know Creole people speak Creole, the spectrum of Creole from broad Creole to like standard English, quote unquote, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the Rifana people would they, they were masters of learning a lot of languages. Uh, the, the most important to them would have been the Garifuna language, but mm-hmm. you know they knew they, they knew English, they knew Spanish. They spoke very proper English, um, from what I've read. Okay, well. you know what? And, and they, they've adopted Creole over time because um, because of assimilation. Just well, like every everybody else in Belize has. For the yes, sake of time, have adopted Creole. You know, for yes, the sake of I mean, time, I want us to. I mean, we, you know, I, I mean, I want certain. I want to cover some questions, so I don't want to need to cut you short. But um, yes. do we favor one element of our ancestry and dismiss others? I think maybe in historical times, but I feel like nowadays people have have um, maybe have come. Have, have have risen beyond that because they've seen accomplishments of people who look like them from foreign places. Belizean people are very, very influenced by foreign people. Belizean people love anything that comes out of Jamaica. Belizean people love anything that comes from, uh, from, from black America. So I think that tells you something. They, 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 the big thing now, they love up Nigeria. So, like, that that's that's the big thing in Belize. They love the music, they love the Afrobeat music, they love the they love the um the Nollywood um move, movies. You know, they they're they're showing love to people of African descent. Although my friend I have a friend that lives there who would who you know, a brother by the name of Stephen Okeke, 
who would uh-huh. say, you know, who uh, who would argue otherwise? Because he's telling me he's a, he's well known on Facebook, putting experience as though he believed that that they showed some sort of racism against him because he's black from Nigeria. But I don't want to get into that. But um, let me I, mean, I, I feel like I feel like that's 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 anecdotal evidence. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking on what I've observed from okay. from from society as a whole. But that's also like, based I mean, on that's I'm also based on guy, anecdotal you know, evidence too, though. Yeah, I mean, but listen, listen, I'm a I'm a young guy. I I still go out, I party and stuff like that. I've gone to a few parties in Belize, and they're bumping Afrobeat music, the Nigerian music. All right, I mean, so I, I, I'm speaking, and and this was in Orange Walk, which is which is 85% mestizo. Okay. So it's not just it's not just the black Belizean Belizeans of African descent that are embracing Africa. I'm talking about people who have minimal African ancestry. Okay, but that thing, okay, let me ask you this: Why doesn't Belize celebrate? Okay, I, I did this show today as a special day because I figured Emancipation Day was yesterday and no mention of it in Belize in official circles or why. Mm-hmm. All this you're saying, okay, we, we, we're saying that, um, you know, they, you know they, don't, they don't seem to favor one element or dismissive of others. Then why doesn't Belize celebrate Emancipation Day like so many other former British colonies in Guyana, Trinidad, Jamaica? What, what's the deal? I think the reason being is because Belizeans, were taught that slavery in Belize was not that serious. B was not that long, and C was very, very like humane, quote unquote humane. It, it, it has some sort of special slavery then, basically, like yeah. you know, which is yeah. oxymoron. Special slavery. I mean, slavery. Yeah, yeah. The fact that you're a slave, that you're a slave, means that you deny. I mean, you know, the, but Belizeans so, tend to think they have some sort of special relationship with the master and get a Dorian or fight. You know, I mean, it, it, it's a very complicated <laughs> thing. So I, I, yeah, I understand it, what it, you're saying. Like, yeah, you know? they, 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 they romanticize it. Yeah, After indeed. The fact, yeah, you know, it was a cruel, it was a cruel system, cruel, and a lot, you know, series, a lot of you know, slaves, yeah, yeah. a lot of slaves, um, they actually found refuge. In the Yucatan and in, Honduras and in places, Guatemala yeah. and in Honduras. And that's why I almost find the African ancestry and some mestizo people interesting because I almost feel like, whoa, maybe some of these mestizos, especially from the Yucatan, mm-hmm. they, may actually be, they may actually be descendants of runaway slaves that came back to Belize. Quite, so quite, only, possible. That, quite possible. Quite possible. So not only, not only do they have native ancestry, that would have come back to Belize, but they may also be harboring African ancestry that would have come back to Belize. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And yeah. to me, like when you when you when you really look at these things, it's like whoa. Because you, what I do is I use the DNA, and I, I use what I know of you know growing up as a Belizean and around Belizeans. And then you also look at the history books and you look at the history of Belize. Well, you, things that happened in Belize before I, you know before before we knew. As you were saying, you know, I mean, uh, I don't really like to cut you short, but I know we're pressed for time. But I want to bring this up right quick because we also have an East Indian element that's done in PG. So I'm trying yes, to figure yes. out. You never, based on your, your your research, what have you that that race there? Well, I don't want to use the word race, but that's admixture there. What mm-hmm. role is that playing in the overall mix? Because we have a very sizable population of from. Oh yes, 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 yes. We have, we have we have East Indian people in 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 the extreme ends of Belize. I'm, I always find that interesting that. You know, we have a lot of East Indian people on the outskirts of Punta Gorda, where the town I'm from, mm-hmm. you know. And we have a lot of East Indian people in Corozal town and in the outskirts of Corozal. Indeed, Indeed. Have, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I always found that interesting, you know, like 
Um, they, they, they came to. I would love to see their DNA, man. I would love to see their DNA test. Well, I have, a, I have a few. I have a few. I have a few. Um, I have a few friends, and I have a cousin that took the test, and he's, you know, he's a mix of a lot of things. What have you found? I found that I mean, well, my friend, uh, one of my good friends, he, uh, he took the test. His father, he, he came back half East Indian, okay. South Asian, East Indian. Okay. Um, uh, his father, that means that his father was pure. Mm-hmm. Right. Pure his East mom, Indian. His mom, his mom is a mix mm-hmm. of like Creole and uh, mestizo, uh, mix. But his father, so he, you know, he, he's one of those people I was talking about that is like five races, five population, five separate population groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's half East Indian, mm-hmm. and and you know he his the East Indians in Belize they they probably you know some of them may have some uh, some some Creole admixture some some admixture that would be some like maybe like a like West and Central African and some North Western European and maybe a little bit of Native but it's not it's not um, there's a lot of them that are that are pure that are you know a, a pure you know race. Group mm-hmm. population. So that that mixture though was primarily from what? Um, we talk about Asia, you know, in the uh, you know, so Southeast Asia. India, right? from India, from India, India, okay, from India. continent of India. Continent yes. of India. I mean, that's okay. that's where that's where that's where you know the East Indian population of Belize, okay. of Jamaica, there, right, Trinidad, okay. of Guyana. They came as they came as um, for lack of a better term, they came as uh, indentured te- temporary slaves. Indentured laborers, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't use the word indentured laborers. It's kind yeah, of like you've got to brutal with it. You don't want to, yeah. You know, you're yeah, not. They were temporary slaves. Yeah, that, temporary that, slaves. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's exactly what it is. You yeah. know, basically, you, you work, you work for free, and then they free you. So indentured is a politically correct word, but for all practical yeah. purposes, they were, they were temporary, temporary slaves. slaves. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you. That, that's how they, that's how they got to Belize. That's mm. how they got to, that's how they got to the, 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 the British Empire because they went to South Africa. They went to those yeah. uh, little islands in. But Gandhi in was in South Africa first before he went back home to you know to agitate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was he was uh he was all over the place. But, okay, let's 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 you know you know I mean this so far this is a you know genus. Okay, you 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 hear from PG, but I don't know about no guy with a lot of name genus. Is that the, well, the no, Hollywood no, name? I mean, I no, mean, no 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 no. <laughs> you know some people just go that's with my, that. That's, well, my, that's my mom. That's my mother's surname. Your mother's surname. Okay. Yeah right. yes 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 yes. Okay, Jesus. My, so, yeah, my, what's my your father's surname then? Arzu. Our zoo, okay. See, then yeah. people, man, set up the cover. You said genus people who want to get you know, because I know my listeners, they want to get genus. Yeah. He's saying about PG. We don't know no genus for PG. If they do, really? very few. No, they would tell you that. No, I, 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 you the, know, un, I mean, the, listen, the only place where you could find genus people are find that, that, that PG. PG. I could tell you why. I could tell you why. Okay, go ahead. Genus people, all genus people in Belize related. And I can explain why. My great grandpa mm-hmm. was Henry Genus. Senior, he came to Belize from Jamaica with the United Fruit Company. Mm-hmm. Right? He was he was he was a, a mixed man. Um, he was from Saint Elizabeth. I mean, that, United, that United Fruit Company get away because uh, get it wrong, weren't they in Guatemala too? Yeah, all over, all over. He landed in Guatemala. He landed in Puerto Barrios, mm-hmm. but he didn't like it, and so he went to he went to PG, and um. He, well, actually, first he went to Monkey River because that was back when Monkey River was a was a thriving town, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't like he didn't like he didn't like Puerto Barrios. He liked Monkey River mm-hmm. in Belize, um, and that was where he met my great grandmother, who was Jemima Hall. Okay, and she was Creole mixture, correct? Or... She was she was she was probably 
um, close to pure African. Okay, all right, okay. You know, because um, she... That would be, everybody, that would be like the Garifuna there. Dark, mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Not um, really? I think, I think that's a stigma or whatever. I feel like that's a way to deflect... Um, no, no, because Garifuna would tell you that they were... They, they have... They, they, to use that as a bone of pride that they did, they, they, they did not get colonized or they did not get um, enslaved. Oh, but that doesn't by. mean. Oh, no, no, just because my 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 great granny like doc that doesn't mean that don't mean like I don't, I don't know that, that, that I I don't I don't say that. You're just okay, all right. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, I've she, heard that she was she was uh well the reason why I know that too is because my man are related. That is the next thing I want to talk about. And Garifuna people are all related, all of them. All Garifuna people are related, and okay. it's because of different events that happened in the history of what the ethno. When you say related, Garif- related I by admixture or related by all bloodline? Garifuna people are cousins. Okay. And not that, not that um, distant, relatively recent. Wow, that's interesting. Garifuna people, Garifuna people are very, very interrelated. Okay. Garifuna people stem from a population of two thousand people. You have to remember this. Mm-hmm. When 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 Garifuna people were exiled from the island of Saint Vincent mm-hmm. in the, in the in the in the Eastern Caribbean, they 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 were exiled on ships, and there were five thousand of them. And what happened was only two thousand survived going from Saint Vincent to the island of Roatan, mm-hmm. just east of Belize and north of Honduras, right? Roatan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been there. I've actually been to the island of Roatan. Um, when, when, by the time they got to Rotan, they only numbered 2,000. So you're talking about a population that now numbers close to 400,000 in Central America and in the United States that stems from a population of 2,000. You know what that means, right? That means that population stems from a lot of cousin marrying. Yeah. It had to have expanded because... Interrelated people had to have well, is that, had children. Is that taboo to marry your relative or that? Well, I guess it was. No, no. In fact, that's actually if you want to go back in society and culture, maybe maybe that was that's one of the elements of Garifuna culture that does not exist anymore. Mm. But cousin marrying is a very common thing in in the world culture. If you go to Arabia, if you go to um, the ancient Egyptians, were were um, were famous. For yeah. cousin marrying, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's not, it's not a phenomenon. I mean, don't, I mean, it's I don't not, want to it's not. It's actually, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. We, we, we in the contemporary world find it very weird. Yeah, even because it's a social construct again. It it's, it's another full social construct that you know that you know that we. Well, yeah. I think it's a say. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one to have because um, you know, maybe not a lot of people in here they might not believe in uh, you know, get too scientific with things and stuff. But in terms of um spreading your genes, diversifying your genes. It's a good thing to not marry in your family. Yeah, <laughs> if you wanted to, yeah, it makes sense from, yeah. on many levels, you know. Yeah. But let me ask, before, we only have like maybe 15 minutes, and I want to okay, okay. get the, I want the, my listeners to understand. You use 23andMe and Ancestry DNA. If, okay, explain the cost to, the, to people, because I'm sure after this show, a lot of people want, want to know how they do yeah. it. I myself, I want to get tested for final. I'm curious exactly, to know, exactly. my, my, you know, you know, I want to know, you know. So give us that breakdown well, it, on, on the cost. It's, it's only, it's only, it's only, it's only one hundred dollars, and you either test is the same price, mm-hmm. and you know, if you want to use them both, that's fine. I feel like if you use Twenty Three and Me, it gives you the baseline information of what you need to know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like um, ancestry DNA, it's still it's still in its infancy stages, and and I think that it gives you information that I think countries of ancestry is a good way to make people align themselves with a contemporary nation, mm-hmm. but. Um, in terms of West Africa and Central Africa, like those nations are fake. So I don't want people to say, oh, I'm Mali and I'm Senegalese and all of this, when in reality Mali and Senegal are fake states that were, that were created by, by the French. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, these people live under a one flag but are not united. It's yeah. like It's like... It's almost like um, it's worse than what you would find in, 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 in Belize. You know, people say, oh, you know, like Belize is this multi-ethnic rainbow nation or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have, a, we have a, a, a consciousness as one people in a, in a sense. Um, but, you know, a lot of you see a lot of things in Africa? Lot, because it was no, up no, no, after no, the Berlin Conference. Look at, look, at, okay. look, at, look, at, look at Nigeria. Let's look at the largest African nation, right? Mm-hmm. The Igbo. Not like the Yoruba. Yeah. Yoruba so and, so on, and the yeah. Igbo, the Yoruba and the Igbo, they don't like the whole. The Ongani don't, and you know, Kinsoria from Dong, the Ongani, you know, Dong, yeah, 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 exactly. Like that, Boko Haram. You know, you you hear about it, Boko Haram. Like that, this this whole that that thing. A lot of tribalism. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say, you know, like try not straight, try not like feed too much into that and. And nations of ancestry and stuff. Well, but, but see, look, Akeem, what I'm saying that after the Berlin Conference, you know, when you know, they, you know, when they decide how they are, you know, divide up Africa. I mean, you could make the argument that a lot of those states were created. You know, what I mean, but I don't but know if you're talking most, about their admixture. Most, most nations, most nah, admi- I'm not talking about admixture. As ter- in terms of like, in terms of nations and stuff like that, um, the nations of Africa are mostly fake states. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would say so. Mm-hmm. Because you know, created by European, you know, yeah, Congress, yes. yeah. Um, you know, um, see, okay, so so if I want to, so if I want to get this test, why I contact you? Uh, how do how, like, no, yeah, you know, how do you we? Don't, do you don't have to. You don't have to contact me. You could do two things. You could go to twenty three, two three two three, mm-hmm. and me a n d a as in apple, n as in Nancy, d as in dog, m as in man, e as in everything. Mm-hmm dot com and you can purchase a kit and you could uh you, you you follow the steps when you get your kit you register your kit you do the saliva sample you mail it out and and you log in on the website and just await your results. Hold on right? no, how long the result takes before you get it? Six to eight weeks. Six to eight sometimes weeks. sometimes sometimes you get it faster than that. Like I I when I te- because I tested a lot of relatives and I tested a lot of um a lot of friends of mine. All Belizeans, except except my wife. And this is a hundred dollars. And this is a hundred dollars. Yeah. And this will um, give you the population mixture, admixture, basically. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. And it will also give you, it will also give you your direct lineages. Like if you're a man, like for you, it would give you your Y DNA and your mitochondrial DNA, your the, the the DNA that you inherit directly from your oldest grandfather on your father's side and your oldest grandmother on your mother's side. So why should let me ask you a question? Why should any Belizean want to take this test? I mean, you know, why well, should? Belizean, why would you encourage? Belizean it? What results, would be your rationale? Belizean results are the most interest, in my opinion, are are some of the most interesting results that you could possibly find, um, because of the stratification, the racial stratification of the United States. Um, mm-hmm. 
most white Americans, they come back just white, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, different types of white, mm-hmm. you know, the Eastern European, Northern European, and so forth, Italian, yeah. whatever, yeah, mm-hmm. white, white, white. Um, but us people of color are are literally people of color. We are not. We we are, we are, we are mixed race people. But even African Americans generally come back as African with some with some European. What would now you think, when, What about this thing? Yeah, but now when you talk about listen, now when you talk about Belizean, talk about a, a Belizean Creole. Now you're talking about three lines of descent. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts to get interesting. You, you start to see how mingle up people could really get. They, so like and and Belizean people just have very interesting results because mm-hmm. we have we have three lines of descent and it's a result of of how it 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 it, it stems from a social understanding though it stems from the fact that we don't have laws of hypo descent and we don't have one drop rules and we have this we have this constant migration of 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 different people coming to to make Belize home that mm-hmm. has created uh, a diverse mixed race people. Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay, the thing about it, and, uh, you know, I, I think we, in terms of, you know, we, us doing this testing and like that, and, you know, Belizean should be, um, my question is, once we, once we, you know, we understand, you know, what, you know, what your, or, or, or admixture is, and you know, how can we use this as a as a as a way to to say bring greater unity amongst Belizean, you know, as opposed to to use this diversity, if you will, to create unity and not necessarily to divide us. You know? Well, I don't think I don't think I don't think division will ever be. Uh, I feel like I don't think numbers on a piece of paper will ever change, or or on a computer screen will ever change how people identify themselves. I feel like. I feel like the biggest thing that would um, it would just make people understand themselves as more than just one thing. I feel like there's a lot of people that just see themselves with the, align themselves with their culture yeah. or align themselves with their the race the race that they see when they look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. But they the story is more complicated than that. Let me ask you, you know? though. Let's say okay, um, like say those 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 we have in Belize right now. We have those a lot of ethnicity in terms of because you know for our practical purpose, Belize is a trans transformational. Um, uh, Society, yes. Society because of migration. So we yes. more decidedly, um, I don't want to use the word Latino because, again, it's a, that's a, that's a racial construct. But, uh, um, yeah. and, a lot and, of, and keep in mind, keep in mind there are a lot of, there are a lot of um, um, uh, people who would be racially identified as mestizos in Belize that do not speak Spanish or, or speak yes. Spanish adequately enough to, um, <laughs> to, to hold a, a, a conversation. Well, for a particular I, purpose, I, I was going to say this to you, Akeem. You know, yes. we, we, we still we are we are English speaking for uh, um, country, but if you look at the num- you know, the numbers, is that for our intents and purposes, we are we are a dominant Spanish speaking country, and the and the and the PSC uh, results. I, w- I wouldn't say I wouldn't say dominant Spanish speaking country. I would say that. But predominant, that, well, 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 disproportionately so. Then you know, you know, in terms of. Uh, uh, I, I think I think there's a large segment of the society that 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 speaks Spanish. I don't I don't think that there's anything wrong with well, that. Well, the PSC results show that English is declining in terms of the passage rate. I'm using that in burgers, that I, I guess I hope I'm not interpreting it wrong. No, no, I'm, no, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I think. I think English. I think English is, is hardly used in Belize. I mean, English. English. No. I think. I think the majority of Belizeans are speaking Creole, and then and then followed by closely by Spanish. 
But even even the Spanish is becoming um is becoming influenced by Creole. Well, here's uh, the if thing you, though. If you go if you go to San Pedro, it's or true. You go I to agree. Corazal, you're right. You go to Corazal, you start to, you, you hear you hear I've almost like it. a. I've seen it. Yes, you're right about that. I totally agree. Like, like you hear this. I, I I guess the best way to describe it would be Spanglish Creole. <laughs> because. Because I see that's the best way to describe it. I feel like Creole, Creole in Belize is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think, I think even with a declining, I think more people, percentage-wise, speak Creole now in Belize than ever. And the reason being is because it's a unifying element. Spanish is a foreign element that is 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 a commonality amongst a large segment of the society, which is fine. I think you see that you live in LA, right? Yes. You live you live in a you live in a you live in a city. Ninety percent Mexican. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when you when you go to the store and stuff like you still see most things are in English. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that I don't think that and Belize is not nearly like that. Especially if you include the diaspora. If you include well, actually, the diaspora, let me then, let me correct you. I don't live in LA. I live in North Montana, which is a city that's. Sixty or seventy miles away from this, from oh, wow. that's, which that's relatively far. But, but but it's still you know, it's relatively it's, it, it sounds far, but it's not. It's about an hour and a half drive. But the point is, the city itself is still predominantly that. I, mean, I would say ninety-five percent, you know, what, yeah. Mexican or Latino. You know, so um, very. But I don't want to get to that. But listen, um, we don't have a lot of time. We have like literally six more minutes. I just, I just, I just don't want I just don't want Belizeans to get. Uh, I don't know, like uh, you know, Creole Belizeans to be. Um, I don't know. Afraid of I feel like I feel like if Creole people really felt like that they would have never left Belize. Because I think I think the biggest if you want to talk about demographic shifts and all that kind of stuff, then um the only people that could be mad about the the shifts of demographics or the or or the, 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 the lack of prestige of the English language in Belize are the same people that picked up and left. Yeah. So well, you, I mean, no, I mean, but I'm saying it's the reality is that you know that we the, 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 this demographic shift has you know yeah, has, but, has but rendered the English language almost people, to the point people where people move, people move. It, it, the per capita income of Belize is twice that of Guatemala, is 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 almost three times that of one of the highest in Central America. But that's not saying yeah, much. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you know. a, it's a third. It's a third highest in Central America. Mm. These people are coming from. You you, you see. You, I yeah. mean, you you watch the news. Yeah. Uh, Honduras has the highest murder rate. Uh, Guatemala they're seeking and, and sanctuary. And yeah, they're seeking sanctuary. They're, yeah, mm, they're yeah. leaving. They're leaving. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're trying to find refuge, and this has this has been happening for the last um, fifty years. Forty or fi- yeah, fifty yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. And and even before that, that, when mestizos first came to Belize, they came from Mexico. They fled war. That's yeah. what's happening. That's what's happening in Central America right now. Um, we we can't we, we can't we can't sit around and and mope about that kind of stuff. I feel like the people who want to mope about that kind of stuff, you need you need to move back. You need to no, hook up with Dr. Jerome Strong. To me, you know, he's a brother who was a PhD. We went to college together at USC, and um, I was there at the same time with him. He was working at his PhD at the time. You know, he's one of the leading experts on on, on migration with Belize, and he does you know our research and his his yeah. dissertation was that. That's a good brother that I would recommend. He's on Facebook, Dr. Jerome Strong. That you okay. are, you know, I mean. Yeah, you know, I, link I, up with, that, you know. that would be cool. That would definitely be cool because I I mean I, I'm I'm into that kind of stuff too. I like I said when when I um. Living living in New York City, um, and and even going to Chicago and stuff like I I generally meet, um, you know, Belizeans of African descent. I when it, it's when I go to Belize that I see I see you know mestizo Belizeans. I I rarely um, uh, encounter them in in 
in the states. You know, that's interesting. I, you need to meet more Latinos so you could, uh, encourage us. I mean, I, 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 I I've never been to L.A. I've never been to L.A. L.A. is, is like the epicenter. It, I, I believe Los Angeles is probably the largest city in Belize. I know that sounds funny, <laughs> it's but true. that's what it is. It's true. You know, Jerome could give you more details in terms of uh, racial breakdown and you know <laughs> uh, ethnic breakdown and like that because he studied it. You know, that was like I said, his yeah. His but I mean, I mean growing up, growing up, I mean, you live in Brooklyn and you you meet. Mostly Creole and Garifuna Belizeans um, in, in entirely the opposite out here. And you know the the thing about me and Jerome had spoke had this conversation. Uh, I I would say maybe a couple. You know. Um, would you say entirely the opposite? Because I almost I, I feel like I don't believe that because um, Belizeans uh, Creole people have been leaving Belize. Yeah, but a lot of them since, come to California. Yes, but man, Chicago and yeah. California have a lot of um, the Latino or the mestizo, if you will, that you were. Um, you know, yeah, I, but I, I still I still don't feel like they number that much, and and the reason why I, I like yeah you're right maybe they're not you know they don't maybe they, they do not they do not thousand, you know you know they do not not enough to say but there's there's some people, but not most enough people to, I meet most people I meet that are familiar with Belizeans when I mean I like I'm not saying I've ne- I I don't know any um, Hispanic you know Latino mestizo Belizeans in the states um, but they tell me their their encounters that they've had and they tell people oh, they're Belizean and then people. People align Belize in the states with you know uh, uh, Anglophone um, um, uh, yeah. uh, West Indian thing. The they don't really align it, yeah. so they kind of yeah. look at these people who are Hispanic or look Hispanic in their eyes, and then they say they're Belizean, like they almost don't believe it. You know, they use. Okay, listen, we only have we have ninety okay. seconds, literally. Oh, okay, uh, Akeem, and I want you to. Very briefly, please, because uh, yeah. tell us, give us something that you want us to leave us with. Yeah, I'll give you the last word. Well, I'm continuing to do my work in terms of um, tabulating and assessing what I'm, the information that I'm gaining about Belizeans and, and, and in terms of us and our ad ancestry and admixture, it's, it's very interesting and it's very um, enlightening. It's very enlightening to what, to what, to, to, to understanding of us and ourselves. I encourage more Belizeans to get tested. Um, there's 23andme.com, and there's also ancestrydna.com, and I would strongly suggest either one of those tests to take. They are very, very conclusive and very um, valid tests to take. If you if you're interested in this type of thing, mm-hmm. um, I I I'll be listening. I haven't I haven't been a, a follower of your show in the past. I, I admit. Um, but I, I'm, I'm enlightened to it now, and I, I definitely would like to come on at some point in the future. Yes, you. Oh, yes, brother, you have to. You have to. I want everybody have a happy Sunday. Do the right thing. God bless. Okay. Bye. Bye.